Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand-check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. He did a dream, a dream, though what's harder to live? Here's your host, Simo Buck. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on into episode 109 of the Hoopers Vlog. Yes, it is April Fool's Day 2016, 2016. March is over. March Madness is in the books. And tomorrow, since it is Friday, Friday, yes, Friday, April 1st, 2016. Tomorrow is Final Four Saturday. And then the NCAA Championship will conclude for college basketball on Monday. We're here to preview the final four for you. There's nobody on hold. There's nobody here in the studio. My name is Simo Buckets. I'm here for you for CLNS Radio, episode 109 of the Hooper's Log. And the phone number, if you'd like to call into the SeatGeek Studios, is 323-642-1558. We're going to give you the top 10 performances of the month from March. Yes, I got them all done last night. Stayed up super late to get you your entertainment. Um, and uh, also, we're going to talk about what happened in the world of the NBA last night, any breaking news, any top stories, any big-time stories in the world of basketball. We will get to it. And and as you all know, <clears throat> this time of year, in the world of the NBA, or at least in the world of fantasy sports, the NBA fantasy world is coming to an end, and championships are coming to a close. And in my league, I am in the top two, and I am in the championship game, unfortunately, I'm getting steamrolled in my championship game, losing 6-2. to two. Uh, we, we go by uh, congruence of eight, as you know. Fantasy basketball is kind of crazy. You can play roto. You can play head-to-head. You can play – it's all sorts of crazy. But we, I'm, winning, I'm losing 6-2 to two going into the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's looking like I'm going to finish second. Uh, ironically enough, my team is named after the San Antonio Spurs. I, I, I more talk about uh, Tim Duncan on my team. And the other team talks about Steph Curry. So it's funny enough, we're talking about the Golden State Warriors and the San Antonio Spurs coming in first and second once again. So just giving you an update there. Obviously, the fantasy world is coming to a close. Uh, I don't have anybody in the studio. We're going to fly through today. We're going to try and get you all the content you need. We're going to give you all. We're going to recap the month of March for you, give our predictions for awards for the month of March. We have 13 days left in the regular season in the NBA. And like I said, a college basketball weekend that we won't forget coming up here over this over these next three days. And, uh, you know, Final Four, NCAA Championship on Monday. The NBA takes a break on Monday, so we'll get to at least recap the games for you on Monday. And then Tuesday we'll recap the NCAA Championship for you here on the Hooper's Log through CLNS Radio. My name is Seymour Buckets again. If you'd like to call on the phone number, 
1558 is the number again. No Andrew Norris as far as I can see and no uh Jonathan Wagner. No nobody. So if you want to call in and contribute to the show, please feel free to do so now. Again, one more time. The phone number 323-642-1558. Let's recap what happened in the world of basketball last night and then uh we'll get into kind of the, any of the stories that happened in the world of basketball from yesterday and we will get into uh, uh, the final four prediction and a preview, and then we'll move on to the top ten performances by the end of the show. Kevin Hart, get it going, shall we? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. We're six games on a TNT Thursday last night. Uh, again, not much really to talk about. Uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook did their thing again. Um and a lot of bickering about teams resting and, and teams beating would beat one another if they didn't rest and all this kind of nonsense. It, it's turning into kind of a, a you know, a, a dramatic end of the season when it comes to these guys bickering and bantering. Oh, we would beat this team if they weren't, if, if they were, if they started all their, if they, even if they started all their guys, we would beat this team. Even, uh, you know, we would have beat them if we didn't rest all our guys and blah, blah. You know what? Honestly, at the end of the day, we're at the point in the season where if you don't win, you don't win. If you don't lose, if if you lose, you're you're clearly not the better team because it should come down to depth. And if you have the players to do so to win ball games, that's all you need to worry about. And so, for teams like the Thunder, like Kevin Durant to say, and other teams like the like the Clippers and other teams to you know bicker about you know oh you know if certain teams played all their players, I think we'd be okay. And don't worry about all that. If you really wanted to get deep in the postseason and and win more games and whatnot, you would do so. So who cares if if all players teams didn't play their players and all teams didn't do this and all that? It's it's all hogwash at the end of the day. So all you listen to all that, just ignore it. Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Brooklyn Nets 107 to 87 on Thursday, going to 53 and 22. They're getting closer and closer to cementing the number one seed in the in the Eastern Conference. They're now two and a half games up. They got they got about uh, what looks like they've got about seven more games left in their season. They're two and a half games up. It looks like they're going to solidify that one spot and here sometime shortly. And Toronto Raptors are 50 and 24, two and a half games back at Cleveland. They are six games up on Atlanta, it looks like Toronto and Cleveland are going to wrap up the top two spots in the Eastern Conference. Um, and the Brooklyn Nets, clearly, as we all mentioned, they're just they're just not good enough. They're not there. They're not good enough to compete uh, this year. 21-54, just wrapping up their season as they move along. Orlando upsets the Indiana Pacers 114-94, dominating them by 20 points. Orlando trying to hang in there and win 35 games this season. 114-94, they get the victory. Indiana drops to 39-36. and once again, I mean, look, these, like I said yesterday, I said this yesterday, the bottom teams in the Eastern Conference right now, when it comes to the ability to get into the postseason, they're finding ways to not want to get in. Maybe they're finding ways to try and not get that eighth spot. Because, again, Indiana, now they're only one game up on Chicago. Chicago held their own yesterday. Chicago found a way to get it done against the Houston Rockets, 103 to 100. And they found a way to keep it close and win the ball game. Now they're only one game back of an eighth spot. And as they get the victory over the Houston Rockets, the Rockets, they, they, they keep finding ways to lose themselves. I mean, again, the bottom half of both these conferences are so tight-knit right now. Houston is, is half a game back of Utah. Utah is, is tied with Dallas for that eighth spot, seventh spot in the West. It is tight-knit right now in the East and the West. And in the East, like I said, Indiana's only one game up on Chicago. And Washington's only two games back of Chicago. They're three games back of a playoff spot. 
you're seeing teams just come down to the wire. And if it comes down to Indiana, Chicago, down the stretch, look, I'm telling you, I think Chicago's going to get it done because they've found ways to stay competitive in the Eastern Conference for the last five years now since Derrick Rose won the MVP. They have found ways to stay resilient in the East and found ways to go deep in the playoffs because they have such a good core of players that even if they don't have the best of coaching or the best of personnel, they have a core of players that can get you deep. And Indiana, with the team that they have, they don't have the experience and the wherewithal right now to get where Chicago could get to. So it's going to come down to really, you know, who wants it more in the final 13 games of the se- or 13 days of the season in the NBA as we head literally we're we're down the final mile post now we're we're you're seeing these teams fly down the down the stretch to try and get into the postseason and you're seeing Indiana and Chicago all they really got to do is win probably 42 43 games and they're in the postseason and they got to battle their way in because they are one game around one another to get into the postseason the same thing goes for the Houston Rockets and Utah Jazz and Dallas Mavericks all fighting for for really two spots in the postseason out of three it's going to come down to the wire there uh, as time moves forward in the NBA for those teams. Also, um, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans beat the Denver Nuggets. I thought the Nuggets would get the victory last night, but I was wrong. Nuggets, uh, Pelicans get the victory 101-95. to Again, Anthony Davis and the boys just trying to finish out their season strong, trying to finish out with 30 wins, 30-plus 30 wins. Oklahoma City went on a run late in the ballgame. They, the, they beat the Los Angeles Clippers 119-117, to 117, won their 53rd game of the season, now 53-23. and 23. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they wrapped up that third spot in the in the Western Conference, if I'm not mistaken, with 53 wins. They are on a mission now to try and get into that third spot and, and find a way to compete with the Golden State Warriors, not even the Golden State Warriors, but the San Antonio Spurs in the second round of the postseason if they can do so and get past the first round. And the Portland Trailblazers beat the Boston Celtics 116-109. to 109. Look, the Boston Celtics still playing great basketball, but considering the standings in the Eastern Conference, they could easily find themselves in the bottom half as well if they can't finish out the season. Look, they're in the sixth spot now. They're, look, they're still playing great basketball. They're only a game and a half, a half a game, a game and a half back of a third spot. But they're not playing the best of basketball. They've only won four of their last six. They've lost two in a row. They need to find a way to kind of bounce back and get it going because, look, Charlotte, Miami, Boston. Look, they're in a spot where they can concede. They can succeed. They'll play Atlanta in the first round. I think they can compete well against Atlanta in the first round and even beat them. But – you know, at the same time, if they really want to get a home court advantage, they got to win out really to, to find a way to get above Atlanta. Look, and ha- not having home court against Atlanta might actually help them because, again, they won't have to face Toronto in the first round. They might actually like where they're at. But at the same time, I mean, you don't want to go in with the poor performances that they've had, losing to a team like Portland, where, let's be honest, Boston is better than Portland. Portland is a, is a just the most impressive team on the season. But you can't be losing to teams like Portland coming down the stretch because they are good teams. But, again, you're the better team. You've proven it all season long. Don't come down the stretch poor and then get into the postseason and have no momentum. That, that's proven to not work, and that's proven to not help out uh, as time has moved forward. Um, but that's really your recap of the NBA last night. Not much to really go over. Again, really everyone's eyes are going to be on the Final Four here starting tomorrow. Uh, we're going to preview that here for you just a moment. But let's talk about the games for tonight. On Friday, April 1st, 2016, there are 10 games tonight in the NBA. Uh, two of those will be on ESPN, obviously. Uh, Cleveland and Atlanta will be playing on ESPN tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. I expect Cleveland to win that one and find a way to get that one spot sooner than later. And then you have Boston at Golden State, second night of a back-to-back for Boston. Golden State's had a couple nights rest. Golden State is must-watch television. You have to tune in and watch them. 
68 and 7 is their record. They could push that to 69 and 7 before the end of the night tonight. Uh, and then you have the Washington Wizards play Phoenix. Look, Washington needs to keep winning to keep their hopes alive. Miami is playing Sacramento. Miami has got to keep their hopes alive to try and stay in that route for the, for the Eastern Conference playoffs. And then you have Timberwolves, Utah Jazz. Look, the Jazz are trying to stay alive as well. Orlando, Milwaukee, Toronto, Memphis. That's a big game there. Toronto and Memphis, both teams trying to, you know, get their solidification in the postseason for where they want to play. Nets and Knicks, the, 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 uh, the Borough battle in New York, obviously a big-time rivalry there, but both teams have not been good enough to really make it interesting. Dallas and Detroit, both teams fighting for their playoff lives at this point late in the year. And then Charlotte should womp up on uh, the Philadelphia 76ers tonight and hand 76ers their 67th loss if all goes well for them in Charlotte. Uh, so those are all your games tonight in the NBA. Clearly, I think the most watched game is clearly going to be Boston at Golden State. That's going to be game to watch for the night for me. The final four, if you'd like to call in and talk about the final four, please feel free to do so. The phone number is 323-642-1558 is the number. And, and, and here's the thing about the final four. The thing about the final four is it's interesting this year because there's only one number one seed, two two seeds, and a ten seed. And the ACC represents in the first final four, or in the second final four matchup on TBS, and the first final four matchup on TBS, Villanova and Oklahoma, look, Buddy Heald, in my opinion, is player of the year. He's going to win the John Wooden Award. He's going to find a way to be the player of the year and call it by the Naismith John Wooden Award, whatever you want to call it. He's going to get it. And the last time we've seen a player do what he's done, it's been over 30 years. It's been an incredible run for what Buddy Heald did. And what he did in the Elite Eight was, was unbelievable, uh, scoring 37 points, if I'm not mistaken, leading his team, carrying his team on his back to get into the Final Four. And Villanova has just played gritty all season long. Uh, especially over the last you know four or five games that they've played in the tournament, they have found ways to just grit out games, and they did it against a team like Kansas last week. So looking at this game between Oklahoma and Villanova, Villanova's favored by two. From a gambling perspective, I would take Oklahoma because I think Buddy Heald can take it himself. The problem is, is Oklahoma hasn't played very well as a team. Buddy Heald has been playing off the charts, but as a team, Oklahoma has not been playing super great. Now, if Buddy Heald didn't have the game he had last week, uh, Oklahoma would have gotten beat by 15. They were not playing great basketball. It was more Buddy Heald just absolutely dominating. So, from that perspective, I think Villanova has a chance to win this game. But considering Oklahoma and considering the conference they played in all year, considering the talent they have, Buddy Heald can lift up and rise up at any time. I think Oklahoma's going to get the victory. I wouldn't be shocked either way. This tournament has proven that, shock, that, that shocks, shocks can, can happen. And uh, upsets can happen. I would not be shocked if Villanova got it done over Oklahoma. Uh, but Oklahoma, in my opinion, is the better team. And they're going to get it done. Syracuse and UNC, look, everyone knows my opinion on Syracuse. They could beat UNC. They have the talent to do so. They have the capability. They can run their, their zone and beat a team like UNC just strictly off defense. <laughs> but unless UNC falls asleep at the wheel, huh, pun there, uh, unless UNC falls asleep at the wheel, and they allow Syracuse to get in their head when it comes to their ability to stop them in the zone. UNC is going to dominate this ball game. Reason being, look, they're favored by nine and a half. Reason being is they have the talent to do so. They have guys like uh, Bryce, you know, Bryce Johnson. They, they have they have a chance to really come out and, and, and just absolutely throttle what Syracuse has to provide. And they can come out and dominate by more than ten points, maybe even twenty, if all goes well for UNC. How I see it going in the NCAA tournament, I see UNC facing Oklahoma. 
in the NCAA championship game on on uh, Monday night. And I think Oklahoma is ultimately going to pull away and take it. And, and reason being is Buddy Heald is on a mission to set one of the biggest precedents in NCAA history, a lot like what Kemba Walker did, get hot, play well, find a way to go deep, and, and win the title. Just win it all. Oklahoma can do that, and I think they're going to get it done. I think they're going to win this weekend, and then come Saturday we'll be ta- or Monday we'll be talking about the games, and then we'll, re- we'll preview the NCAA championship for you, and I think it's going to be one of the best games we're going to see in quite a while because it's, it's just, as, as March Madness has shown us, it's, it's just been absolutely balls out insane what it's been this past uh this past month march was an insane month uh let's we're going to recap march for you here in just a moment in the nba obviously giving you the top 10 performances of the month of march we'll give you those in here in just a moment if you'd like to call in and talk about anything nba basketball uh you know when it comes to college basketball anything that's on your mind when it comes to the world of basketball please feel free to do so here in the hoopers log my name is Simo buckets the phone number in the SeatGeek studios is 323-642-1558 Five eight is the number, and with that being said, who will win Player of the Month in the West in the in the Western Conference and in the Eastern Conference? Look, I think in the Eastern Conference you got to give it to a guy like LeBron James. What he's done with his team, what he's what he's done, what he's found a way to do, he's got to get it. And I think in the East you got to give it to Steph. I mean, it's it's in the West you got to give it to Steph. In the East, LeBron West, Steph Curry, Players of the Month. Look, Steph Curry's team is about to go on a historic run and win, and have the greatest season in NBA history. You can't not give it to Steph this last month for what his team did and found a way to do. If you give it to Kawhi Leonard, I would not be shocked. Um, but LeBron and Steph Curry have just really taken their teams to another level. They have. And I know LeBron James has been in the media being dramatic and being this and being that. You could also give it to, to John Wall. He's had some unbelievable performances this past month. Uh, you could also give it to, uh, you know, you could also give it to a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's had some crazy triple-doubles. Um, but on the whole, you got to find a way to, you got to find a way to get these guys, you know, um, you got to find a way to get, get those guys, the player of the month awards that they deserve. Now coaches of the month, for example, uh, look, I think Terry Stotts should be getting a coach of the month here. Shoot. Look, this Portland trailblazers team March is a month where we generally find out where the real, if you're a real contender or a real pretender and Portland has proven to us that they're not just a team that's just going to get into the postseason. They're going to be a team that's going to compete in the postseason, and they could potentially get into the second round if they upset somebody, and that could happen. That's not that is not far fetched to say, considering what they've done all season long in the regular season to this point. How could you not sit here and say that the Portland Trailblazers can't win in the first round? Terry Stotts has kept that team active, he's kept that team motivated, he's kept them ready to go, and he's found he's found a new sense of urgency for a team that lost four of their five starters them going this year instead of just being satisfied with playing well enough they have been unbelievable this year the portland trailblazers have been absolutely unbelievable this season and you have to give all the props and the praise to a guy like terry stotts and he has to get coached the month this year whether this this month or the month of march for the portland trailblazers in the east you got to give a coach the butt to excuse me good lord you got to give coach of the month in the Eastern Conference to, um, you know, I'm looking at the standings here uh, in the NBA. And, I mean, I would say you got to give it to do to do um, Try to figure out who would get it. Now, obviously, Tyrone Luke could get it. Um, why not give it to Mike Budenholzer? Why not? Reason being, Atlanta clinched their ninth straight playoff 
you know, series, which is, first of all, think about that. Nine straight playoff series for a team. Who would have thought it would have been nine straight for them? I never thought it would have been. I didn't think they'd been to the playoffs nine straight years. That's an incredible stat. And for them to do that and for them to get there uh, to the playoffs, it's, it speaks volumes to their organization of staying consistent and staying relevant in the East. And it just lets you know that they have a chance to do it. Now, Frank Vogel could do it as well. Sam Van Gundy could do it as well. There's a lot of – how about the Charlotte Hornets? Whoever is the coach of the Charlotte Hornets is, and I know I'm bad for not remembering, but there's a lot of coaches out there. But the Charlotte Hornets have been really, really, really good in the month of, in the month of March. I would have to give it to the Charlotte Hornets coach. I know it's bad that I don't remember his name. It's really bad. Um, well, March has been an absolutely crazy month, and for me to remember everything is just, is just too much to ask. So I would have to give it to uh, – in, in the West, I'd have to give it to Portland, Terry Stotts. And in the East, I'd have to give it to uh, the Charlotte Hornets head coach. Just give it to Michael Jordan. Just give it to MJ. Just give it to MJ, and, and we'll all call it good. Um, obviously, the NBA season's wrapping up here in 13 days. On April 13th will be the last day of the regular season. April 14th, we will recap what happens in the show. We'll do that in two weeks from – almost two weeks from today. And then on the, on the 15th, we'll give you our postseason preview in the NBA. There's a lot to get to over the next couple of weeks in the NBA and obviously college basketball on Monday, uh, the national championship game. And then the NBA takes its, its stretch run with nine days left starting on April 5th, all the way to the 13th, or should I say, yeah, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, nine days left uh, after the NCAA tournament or winds down in the championship game on in Houston on Monday. So, that's that's kind of our our, our our show today. We're going to give you our top 10 performances. Now, March 2016, top 10 performances in the month of March. Here we go. Let's wrap up the show and get it done and, and give you these top 10 performances now on the Hooper's Log from March 2016. And also, the top 10 performances overall throughout the whole entire season will be, ta- will be talked about in a couple weeks uh, in April. We are excited to talk about them and get them going for you. And we're excited to, to, to present them for you as we move forward here on the Hooper's Log. Let's get it going, shall we? We're going to give you our honorable mention to start off. On March 5th, 2016, Pau Gasol had an unbelievable game for a big man. He definitely represented getting an honorable mention. He didn't get in the top 10 because everyone else had a 69. There were four 69 performances, and he was one of them. He just wasn't good enough to get into the top 10 in my performance, in my opinion. On Saturday, March 5th, 2016, Pau Gasol went off for 28 points, 17 rebounds, six assists, two steals, and two blocks, a 69 on the whiteboard the performance scale. Now, the reason why he didn't get into the top 10 is because Darren Williams for the Dallas Mavericks, number 10, March 20th, 2016, uh, 69 on the whiteboard the performance scale. On Sunday, March 20th, about you know a week and a half ago, 31 points, 16 assists, three rebounds, and three steals. Darren Williams did his thing, dominating. 16 assists. Every once in a while, Darren Williams will come on and, and have an unbelievable performance. That is one right there. James Harden, number nine, 69 on the whiteboard performance scale, way back on March 2nd, 2016, before the March Madness even began, before all the, the, the talk of the NCAA tournament began. Wednesday, March 2nd, 2016, 39 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, and 4 steals. That's number 8 on the top 10 performances of the March 2016. Number 8, that was number 9, excuse me, James Harden. Number 8, Anthony Davis. On March, on March 
excuse me, on March 9th, 2016, he had number eight performance, a 69 on the wipe away the performance scale. Anthony Davis went off for 40 points, 15 rebounds, and five assists, a 69 on the wipe away the performance scale. Again, number eight on the scale and number eight on the top 10 performances of the month of March 2016. Kevin Durant, number seven, 71 on the wipe away the performance scale eight. On, on, on March 19, 2016, on Saturday, March 19, 2016, 33 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists, and 3 steals. He was 2 assists shy of a triple-double, but 13 and, uh, 33 and 13 is outrageous all by itself. And then that 8 assists on top of it, crazy, crazy stuff from Kevin Durant there. Number 6, the reason why this was better, this was a 71 as well, for LeBron James on March 21, 2016, on Monday, March 21, about a week ago. LeBron James went off for triple-double, 31 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. That's a 71 on the left for the performance scale. LeBron James had a better one because it was a triple-double and it was a 71. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, he had the better one of all of them. His triple-double on the 6th of March was absolutely crazy. I mean, think about this. On the 6th of March, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, 4 blocks, and four, and on top of the four blocks, he had three steals. On Sunday, March 6, 2016, number five on the left board of the performance scale, Giannis Antetokounmpo, not just the first time he'll be on this scale. You'll see him here in just a moment as we go deeper into the countdown. James Harden, number four, white board performances in the March, March 2016, a 73 on the white board of the performance scale, number four performance of the, March, of the month of March 2016. March 6, 2016, same day as Giannis Antetokounmpo's 71 performance. James Harden had a 73 on Sunday, March 6th. He had 40 points, 14 assists, and 5 rebounds, a 73, as I said again, on the whiteboard performance scale. Absolutely going off on a Sunday uh, about, you know, a month ago. DeMarcus Cousins, number three, whiteboard performance. DeMarcus Cousins, 76 on the whiteboard performance scale. 30 on, on March 7th, the day after those two performances, on Monday, March 7th, DeMarcus Cousins, 40 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 steals. Absolutely bonkers, insane statistics there from DeMarcus. 40 and 16. Think about that. 40 and 16. That is a double-double with cheese, mac, sauce, you name it. Absolute domination by DeMarcus Cousins. Number two. The number two performance in the month of March. And you could have gone either way with both of these guys, but we're going to go with the, the, the lesser one because it wasn't as impressive, but it was still impressive. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, a 78 on the whiteboard performance scale on March 13, 2016, Sunday. March 13, 2016, on Selection Sunday, Giannis Antetokounmpo, triple-double, 28 points, 14 assists, 11 rebounds, four steals, and two blocks. That is a stat stuffer supreme. I mean, that was an insane stat line. I just read 28 points, 14 assists, 11 rebounds, four steals, two blocks. I almost ran out of breath. I almost ran out of breath with that one. And then the number one performance of the month of March 2016. And and who else would be deserved with a guy who had seven triple doubles in the month of March, a 78 on the whiteboard with a performance scale, March 9th, 2016, the only – the first time he was on – the first time he's on the top ten performances – uh, of the month, uh, you know, for, 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 you know, this month of March, he's, this is he usually he's on like multiple times. This is the only time he's on and he's at the number one spot 
Wednesday, March 9, 2016, Russell Westbrook had a 78 on the whiteboard performance skill, 25 points, 20 assists, 11 rebounds, and two steals. That is your number one performance of the month of March 2016 on your whiteboard performance scale. And that, those are your top 10 performances of the month of March 2016. Thank you again, everybody, for listening. Uh, that is our show for the week. We will be back on March 4th talking about the NCAA tournament in the Final Four. We'll preview the national championship for you. And we'll, preview, we'll recap the weekend in the world of the NBA. Clearly, this is the best time of the year for basketball. Obviously, baseball season gets started on Sunday. I'm excited as all heck. I'm, I'm going to be starting softball. For those of you that don't know, I play in a recreational softball league that's rather competitive, and I will be starting that on Sunday, so it should be fun for me. And hopefully you have a great weekend as well, and hopefully you enjoy yourself. Go outside and get some sunshine. It's going to be an unbelievable weekend, and, and I anticipate a good time for all of us uh, to, to endure and to see. Um, and, again, the Final Four, you know, fantasy baseball drafts going on around the country. Uh, everyone getting geared up for baseball season, and obviously the NCAA season is wrapping up when it comes to the world of basketball. And obviously, like I said, we're about 13 days away from the from the from the uh, 13 days away from the reg- from the regular season ending in the NBA, and about 16 days away from the playoffs beginning in the NBA. It's, it's coming down the stretch time. It's fun time in the it's a fun time in the NBA in the world of basketball as the playoffs are getting going and getting started. Thank you again for listening, everybody. Episode 109 is in the book. Episode 110, 110, will be on Monday, same time, same place, 12 p.m. Eastern time, on the Hoopers Lock, through CLNS Radio. My name is Seymour Buckets. I am coming to you from the SeatGeek uh, Studios. Thank you again for listening. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the Final Four. Enjoy the NBA basketball. We're coming down the stretch, people. Down the stretch they come. Down the stretch they come. Trying to get to the post. Trying to win it all. Win it all. The final four is here upon us. It's here tomorrow. Thank you again, everybody. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the basketball. Have a fun one.